good people? I am Alexis Williams, your host for Minds of Tomorrow podcast, which we are trying to get every entrepreneurial student to become a CEO, your favorite CEO. And today I have one of my co-hosts, I love this man, Kenneth Clark. So I'm not going to introduce him because people introduce themselves better than you can. So I'm going to pass the mic to my right <laughs> and my man Kenneth Clark. So Kenneth Clark, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Alexis, thank you for having me once again. Um, this is just one of many projects that we've worked on together mm-hmm. and to come. And, you know, you've been a supporter of me. I've been a supporter of you for a long time. Sure. For those uh, who may not know me, my name is Kenneth Clark. The second, I'm an entrepreneur, spoken word artist, a motivational speaker. And um, I work with people um, who are artists, entrepreneurs, and they just doing good things in the community and I, I want to be a part of that. I am a part of that mm-hmm. and we all going up together, we elevating together. So I just I just help do what I can, motivate when when possible and I put the work in myself because we got to let that speak for us because words is not enough. Exactly. Speaking of work, you know what I'm saying, what was the work that it took for you to have this entrepreneurial mindset? Because, you know, everybody can want to do something, but not everybody has the entrepreneurial mindset to actually get it done. And um, you have done it yeah, multiple times. Multiple times. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it started when I was uh, young, mm-hmm. and my parents would give me money to get my hair cut, and sometimes I wouldn't get my hair cut because I would, like, get food or something. So you was out here roughing. Yeah, this was young. This was that young. This was like, I started entrepreneur at like middle school, so like eighth grade, and that I would get like fifteen dollars to get my haircut, okay. and you know I was living in Fort Washington. Kids out there act like they got money because they parents, you know, whatever. I'm not even gonna get that. I want okay. no beef. Uh, like the kids had stuff that I wanted, mm-hmm. and my parents got me stuff that I wanted, but I still wanted more, and they wasn't gonna get it for me. So, we had a Costco's car, and we would go to Costco's, like, every other weekend, you know, grocery shit. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I seen the $15 boxes of candy with 30 in it. And so... Okay, um, so you put that math together. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did that. I, I got the... I, I sacrificed the haircut mm-hmm. and the food for a while. The extra food, like the after-school snack. <laughs> and and I, I went and got the $15 box of candy... Flipped to the 30, got another fit, got my hair cut, and got another box of candy. Then sometimes I would just go get the box, because I was still getting the 15 from my parents. Okay. And so I, I would uh, sell the candy, and then I would go get two boxes. Mm-hmm. And then I would get this box, and then a different box. Like, it was a box with the uh, with the M&Ms and mm-hmm. the Skittles in it. Mm-hmm. And then there was a box with the Starburst and, the, and like, straight, like, like Lifesavers, like, gummies. Okay. And then it was, like, the, the regular Mars. And the, when the regular Mars was gone, like, you would know what would, what people would like because mm-hmm. it would be gone first. Right. And so I would stock up or like that. Like, I would get, like, whole boxes of Reese's, whole boxes of Snickers, and ring pops, airheads, blow pops, and then I got to do the prices. And, of course, with that, all that money coming in and all those good success, mm-hmm. you have to contemplate of how you're going to, like, continue it. And sometimes you can have I, short boxes. Can I stop uh, yeah. you real quick? Everybody that's watching, this is literally accounting. <laughs> you're talking about net income, you're talking about your expenses minus your your actual like what you pay for the product. 
Then you're talking about growth profit, and you're talking about merchandise inventory. Yeah. These are all the things that comes with having an entrepreneur. And class. in middle school, I was like 12, 13, doing like mm-hmm. thinking, but with that, not knowing that that you have to do that mm-hmm. and just making the money come in and paying what you have to to get your supplies back, sometimes you have you short. Yeah. And you got to deal with that, and that, and that upsets you. And it, I'm glad I was upset back then when I was young, and I didn't know that this was a thing that people try their whole life to do. Yeah. And, like, now when I get upset, I'll be like, okay, I got to bust a move. Right. I, I got to make something. I got to make something shake. I got to flip something. Like, yeah. I got to let something go. I got to put in some, I either got to put some hours in at my job, or I got to make something happen on my, on my own to, like, make something happen, because... Thing bills are gonna happen. I need to maintain myself, mm-hmm. and sometimes I ain't got it, so I gotta make something happen. If not doing something that I control, mm-hmm. I can do some work for somebody else. And it's so deep. let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about the work, cause I'm pretty sure we know that you you've done work. You put in the work, and you have done the work. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to work, like we asked before, what does it take to say okay? I haven't reached this where I want to be, right? And that mindset right there is sometimes can be a line between, you know, this is just part of my journey and this is depression. And I know that that is something that we all deal with because, like you say, like sometimes you'll get mad and you're just like, <sighs> but then you got to get back up. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people miss when they come to entrepreneurship. It's kind of like it is a up and down battle. You're mm-hmm. not going to always win all the time. You always going to take some ills. So when you had to take those ills, what was something that you had to tell yourself, you know? Um, when taking the ills, I'm not working for anybody else right now. Like it's stressful, it's maddening mm-hmm. when you are going to your job to get paid, doing your job correctly, and then your boss Still got something to say <laughs> to you, yeah. Like everybody, everybody, everybody knows about that. Everybody can relate to that. Everybody, I'm pretty can. sure. And like to work for yourself, and that's that's the pride and the joy that you get from working for yourself. Because when the money come in, when the people is talking about it, you know that it started in your mind, and you put the you put the work in to make it happen. But when it's low. It's you, it's you. You got to know, I got to make some calls. Mm-hmm. I got to put some posts up. Mm-hmm. I got to, like, make some merchandise. And it's okay. It's hard. It's hard work. I think people think that the entrepreneurship lifestyle is sweet mm-hmm. because they forget that people had a job at one point. Most like, of us started from a job. Like, you have to have a job. And you have to, like, I don't look like, I've had bad not bad jobs but mm-hmm. i've had jobs that are humbling mm-hmm. like when my uncle has a bulk trash um removal uh service company mm-hmm. and i did that in high school mm-hmm. so i would get paid ten dollars an hour mm-hmm. and during the summer and on the weekends i get up at six in the morning catch the, catch the train to my uncle's house hop on the truck we going we and it's evictions mm-hmm. like I'm there with the, I got clean out people's houses who ain't <laughs> wow. been and it's it's looking wild and it's there. humbling and like to see that it's very humbling like I don't want to do that but it was that was also decent money yeah. and to see like I don't want to have to do that 
to make that type of money, mm-hmm. I can do this and make an amount of money that I want to, but to know that I don't have, like, a bad place to go to when I'm done. Like, you have to have a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if your work ethic is trash, you might as well continue working for somebody else. If you if you don't have discipline, self-discipline, like... And I, I would just tag on to that. Like, with self-discipline, is it's very important because, like, it really it really shows you how your business will grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I think the most important thing that we have to understand when we're starting a business is we have to know our why. Yeah. You know, what's your why? Why are you starting it? Are you starting it because you want to change in your life? You know, are you starting it because you want to change in your family life? Or you want to change the world? What's going on, good people? It's your boy, Neil, the producer, coming at you with another Entrepreneur of the Week. Let's get into it. <laughs> if you're from D.C., then you already know who Mo is. My guy Mo is an up-and-coming app developer, UX and UI designer. He created an app called Third Eye. This app, which is to help encounters with police brutality, was inspired by the blueprint of Nipsey Hussle and the model of Tupac Shakur. Quote, he followed their blueprint to become a black, independent businessman that helps others. If you want to learn more information about the app or reach him on his social media, follow him at M-U-T-H-A-B-A-R-A. M-U-T-H-A-B-A-R-A underscore. All right, let's get back to the episode. You know what I mean? Like, it can be that. Like, I know for me personally, like, I love being in an entrepreneurship academy at Bowie State. And... I always see inspiring entrepreneurs doing that thing. You have you, you have, you know, Cornelius, you have Jay, you have so many wonderful people you around here. And myself, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna throw myself in there, but you know I throw no, I'm, you in there. <laughs> yeah, well thank you. But you know, you have so many wonderful people and like the fact that we support each other, yeah. like you always would see us around each other because like you would have an event and we'll go support you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it lets you know that like you have your why if yeah. you actually look around, you know what I mean? Uh, but having your why is the most important thing when I think starting any type of business, for sure. Yeah, like, when I started my business, I was going into my, uh, I was supposed to go into my sophomore, my junior year of, mm-hmm. high, of college, mm-hmm. and I was not because I didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, I was still involved, like, that summer, I went started my business. Like, I started my business. I knew that I wanted to start a clothing business, but clothing mm-hmm. expensive. Like as I was doing my design and making my prototypes, mm-hmm. it was expensive. I saw that buttons was like cost effective, and I asked my friend for the button maker. I was gonna pay for it, but he gave it to me. That's amazing. And yeah, it's a blessing, and that's when I I I realized it's a blessing to be a blessing. So I'm blessing. So like. Mm-hmm. I've I've lost more money than I made. You will always lose more money than you will ever make. <laughs> Especially in the beginning. Because in the beginning, in the, as long as you giving more money away than you making, you will always feel better at night because you've helped somebody go get through the next day. Mm-hmm. Like you've made an impact on somebody's life for the positive. Yeah. Like I got buttons. Just like you've seen my stuff. Other people can mm-hmm. see my stuff on my on my like links. On my profiles, pages, and like something like that, like uh, support black business, 
will brighten somebody's day. A black power fist will brighten somebody's day. Mm-hmm. A uh, black peace queen will brighten somebody's day. Mm-hmm. Um, a mo- like it gives people conversation. Mm-hmm. It gives some people. It gives people something in common that like they'll start a conversation if they're in some place and they they feel like a, they're alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like people have taken my stuff out of out of the state and somebody will read it and it's like. Y'all like, you from Maryland, you from Beast, you from the DMV, and like, then that's yeah. that connection. Yeah. And so, like, as long as you doing something that's positive, like bringing people together and uplifting, mm-hmm. you can you can never lose. Gotcha. And you got to remember that your your purpose is to bring people together. If you get clouded that with for the money and for like your personal image, mm-hmm. and that you're not trying to help people, like get some clarity and like bring people together you're going to get lost Very and true. you're going you're going to start to feel a little crazy and a little self-destructive well let me let me ask this and this would be like that last point um you sp- you spoke about purpose right mm-hmm. i always like to ask my um interviewees co-hosts i like to call them what do you want to be known for before you leave like what is do you know your purpose one and what is the purpose that you want people to know you for? Um, my purpose is to is to help like create peace, harmony, tranquility. Um, That's amazing. And teach. And I teach through creation. My parents are teachers, so I got it honest. Mm-hmm. And creation is expression. So if I can create harmony. Through teaching, creation, throughout the community for peace, mm. I'm I'm happy. God can take me. That's amazing. He can take me. That's amazing. Well, honestly, I think we can wrap it up on that note. So y'all heard him. <laughs> y'all heard what he's about and what he wants to represent and what his purpose is. So I say this as an ending note, and I also ask you before we go. Um, my advice to any entrepreneur is. To, again, find your why, find your purpose, and also understand that when you do what you love, it's never called work. So that would be my note to you. Find out what that is. Um, And, yeah, let me know. Because if you're in the area, come on the show. (laughs) Seriously. Um, What would you leave as a note? Um, First of all, Kenneth Clark, Kenny for your thoughts. Mm -hmm. The button man. Kenny Clark like Superman. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram. Kenny for Kenny period number four Y A thoughts with a Z Kenny for your products um and it's a blessing to be a blessing so I'm blessing Amen <laughs> All right so on that note we are signing out and you know like they always say it takes a village to raise a child but it also takes a village to raise a business.